Hello everyone, welcome to episode 5 of Runax Radio. <laughs> uh, we are coming, to, oh, I was about to say, coming to you live from the Beats Lab. You're going to say you were coming in their ears or no, something? No, like, no, oh, okay. that's, um, no. That's, yeah, definitely not. Uh, I am joined once again by my beautiful co-host, Matt Gammy. Hey, how we doing fellas and ladies and whatever else you identify as? 2021 it is 2021 yeah. be the best you that's it uh how you been man good man good good uh pretty tired actually after yep. some weekends of hammers that's um, it um and yeah but super pumped about the hobby super pumped about where everything's at in the community and yeah man. yeah so pretty good how about yourself oh i'm all inspired after this weekend i think uh i think attending or oh, not even attending just like walking around a big event catching up with everyone seeing all the armies on the table has kind of relit the the hobby fire and it's got me all excited and I was staring at three different armies on the web store, mm. uh, resisting mm. as many as I could. Uh, <laughs> um, that's fair, that's fair. Yeah, because I don't want to, I've you know, I'm already working on a few things, so I don't want to go commit to a brand new, a brand new army again, but for some <laughs> reason I'm, no, well I, I was... I've been uh, entertaining the idea of like a quick and dirty flesh eater court army. Oh, nice! Yeah, because I'm like it's pretty cheap financially yep. in Australia. It's not terrible, and I think yeah, it has some bad matchups, but it's also dropped off the map a little bit. And double pile-ins on big scary monsters are still terrifying. Hundred um, percent. Do you own a death army? I do not. Uh, well, I've got the beginnings of one because I've got because I'm a sucker and I like collecting things I've uh, the magazine the Mortal oh, Realms yeah. magazine yeah. half of that is Stormcast and the other half is Nighthaunt yeah. so I've got a shit ton of Nighthaunt um, so there's there's that as an option because I would like to eventually have uh, one army from at least one army from each mm-hmm. Grand Alliance so mm-hmm. I've already got Iron Jaws for Destruction uh, I don't have any death and I don't have any order. Really? I don't think so. No, you'd be right. You've got about a billion chaos I've armies. I've got like nine yeah. chaos armies. Yeah. But I've got... Yeah. And then I've got one destruction army and that's it. Yeah, so right. I have no death, no order. So I've been looking at that. Uh, it's, it's hard because all the... Yeah. All the cool armies, I'm... I need to resist. I'm, I'm such a butterfly at the moment looking at different things mm. i'm just jumping between ideas and i'm not stuck hard enough on one to commit to it plus i've you know this is this is me waffling right because i i literally just bought all the slanesh mm. so that's that's my focus at the moment and but, yeah after this weekend i'm yeah. really excited for slanesh too it's good it's good yeah so it's kind of now that the dust has settled on the new book uh, of both Slanesh and Daughters, uh, I yeah, there's some interesting conclusions to make. There certainly things. are, and we will get to them. We in... will. So, Gabe, what a uh, what beer are we Ooh, currently sipping so on? So, we are drinking. This was a nice surprise. So, mm. you uh, you picked the beer this week, mm. and you picked uh, Bolter XBAs, mm. which are delicious. They are delicious. They're uh, also a heavy. They are a heavy. So, so... Gabe will be. <laughs> Pretty loose by the end of the the whole recording, which would be great. Yep. Uh, These are like, what, 1.5? Oh, they're 1.5. So it's not like it's just one of those ones that you can sip away at. They're very fruity, just like me. 
Uh, and yeah, they have a great time. So very tasty. Uh, yeah. So talk to me about your hobby. What have you been up to, man? What's what's? Oh, I know you've been man. slaving away for everyone else's hobby. Oh, I have. Mine. I've been my my main focus recently has been crushing out uh, this Daughters of Cain army for Michael Creighton. Uh, it's been going well. Mm-hmm. It's a long journey. It's a huge with like thousands and thousands of points worth. Because uh, he's a collector, he wants to own. At least one of everything, preferably two, uh, and I get to paint it all. So, so I've um, so I've uh, this week I finished off a cauldron of blood and a blood rack shrine, which are pretty full on. Mm-hmm. I got the message Monday night. So this weekend that we've just had, we're recording this on a Monday. The weekend that we've just had was Brizhammer. So last Monday I got a message saying, "Hey." Do you mind assembling and painting a blood rack shrine for this weekend? And me being a yes man, you know, I, I like to keep people happy. I was like, yes, I can definitely do that. And I did. And it was good because it gave me a deadline. Uh, and I work well to deadlines. So mm. I crushed that out. But uh, but every time something leaves the, the pile that needs to be painted... Uh, something is added. Yeah, well, it literally, <laughs> as you were speaking, I went and got... Some of the piles that I had to bring back from Toowoomba, uh, the last event that I went to, where Mick said, you're going to see Gabe before I am. Here is the next pile of shame. Yes. So he's already loading me up with what will inevitably become an absolutely massive uh, Lumineth army. Mm, So he's exciting. Yeah, it is. They're exciting models to paint. So I think you'll have, at least you can enjoy painting them. Which Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. It's going to be one of those things. The hardest part is settling on a color scheme. Mm. Uh, I tried one that was almost like a Sons of Horus with yeah, that, cool. that green. And then I was going to do like the crimson head crests and everything like that. Uh, it's about finding something that's sustainable and not that doesn't take me 10 years to paint mm. the army. So mm. I'm going to try out a couple other test models. I want to try a red and a purple mm-hmm. uh, and I'll see what I think of them and more importantly what Mick thinks of them, Mick thinks of them because at the end of the army it's going to be going to him yeah. and he's the yeah. one playing it so sweet but I am very excited to move on to Lumineth but I need to be restrained I need to finish the daughters first mm-hmm. and I need to get my Slanesh army painted mm. somewhere in there mm. as well <laughs> are you uh, we'll get to events later but yeah. the ones that you're planning on going to if you ever go to some ever again <laughs> um, so we'll talk about quickly just before we get on to some of the new uh, I guess releases and some of the excitement that's been happening in the last couple of weeks month couple of weeks. I think it's been about a month, month. Yeah, yeah we've had a bit of a gap but. Yeah, so because I think in that time uh, I was saying that I was heading to Toowoomba for the one day, um, the Toowoomba Bash, which was I think Toowoomba Bash three, I'm pretty sure, uh, that was run by Gary, and uh, yeah, we had 24 players go to that one. It was one day up in Toowoomba uh, on a Sunday, so drove up with Pat. Um, I had two armies in the car with me. <laughs> Uh, because obviously I was still deciding what I wanted to take to Brizhammer Order. Oh, sorry, Brizhammer Chaotic. Um, mainly because the Corn Army, it was still not completed. I did not make my painting deadline that I wanted to. So I still had the Skull Reapers to finish basing and also finish highlighting up. And I wasn't going to take them just as a three-color minimum. And another 
10 blood warriors to paint up. So I was, fell short of what I wanted to. So I was trying to work out what I would take instead. Uh, naturally, the call of the bone splitters was always there. So I was trying <laughs> out some different lists there. Besides the Cunning Ruck uh, Rogue Idol list that I've run in the past in other events. So I thought, okay, I'll take a different bone splitters list up with me. I had two armies in the back seat and then Pats as the third. Uh, I got two Toowoomba. And as I got out of the car, I grabbed the bone splitters and Pat said, are you really taking bone splitters? And I said, nah, I'll take the, take the daughters for a spin. <laughs> so, um, so what I ran was uh, the Slaughter Troop. So the Slaughter Queen on Cauldron, um, Marathi, Kane, Shadow Queen, Morgwaith, because she's ridiculous for her points cost as a cheaper hag and with three ablative wounds, it makes no sense. Uh, 320s of... Sisters of Slaughter with Bladed Bucklers and Whips, and then two units of five Canary Heartrenders and uh, the Blade Coven, which is Morgwaith's crew. Uh, all, or not all of them, but most of them wrapped up in the Slaughter Troop, which gives me retreat and shoot and retreat and charge. Uh, and it all went into Drachigeneth. So mm. as a temple, um, if, for those punters at home that don't know what Drachigeneth does, uh, basically it gives Witch Elves and Sisters of Slaughter a rend on the charge, so plus one to their rend uh, when they charge. And after doing some research, the cauldron actually has the witch elves keyword, so it gets an extra rend on the charge as well, which is pretty spicy. So that includes the avatar? It does. Yes, the whole cauldron gets an extra rend, which is fantastic. So it's uh, pretty spicy when you get the mind razor off on the cauldron and it goes to rend four damage four. Oh my god yeah it's it's pretty <laughs> tasty it's pretty tasty and obviously with this retreat and charge it, it, it's a really nice mechanic to get those extra bonuses uh so yeah we uh got up there it was quite chilly um good time though it was it was very exciting uh and obviously seeing everyone you know all the usual toowoomba crew so mick and Gemma and dennis and all of the crew were there uh, running different armies and Mick naturally just started the the hassling pretty pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> he, he is relentless. He is, and it's great. It's why we love him. <laughs> uh, he also mentioned the fact that I was hassling him in our last episode about being a filthy player who oh. you know just <laughs> ends up running nothing but filthy armies. So he was he was pretty salty about it. It was good yeah, actually. Right. So it's um I think I got to his hut, which is yeah. the main thing, and yeah. It's really hard thing to do. It's, it's great. It's great. But he did get his revenge on the weekend. Oh, yes. So. Uh, but yeah, so we... Um, it was funny. Pat said, oh, it doesn't start till 10 o'clock, so we don't have to get there till 9.30. Uh, at quarter past nine, I oh, saw Gary no. walk out the store and he was on his phone. Oh, no. I was like, oh, hey, Gary. And he's like, oh, thank God you guys are here. We were just about to start. <laughs> so death's dead, Pat. Yeah, went upstairs. excellent. Uh, and yeah, it was it was a good time. So three three round event, um, just a little one day. But as I said, twenty four players, um, which you know in the current climate that the world's in, any yeah. any number is a great number. And twenty four used to be massive in our scene. You know, oh, like yeah. if we were playing a Warhammer uh, Warhammer Fantasy Eighth Edition, twenty four was massive. You'd for, be like, uh, holy yeah. shit! Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this is awesome. It's unreal. We've got so many people. <laughs> Um, you know, 50 was like a massive, massive tournament. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, we take those numbers for granted now. So, yeah. Uh, so I came up against, I believe his name was Ken. Sorry, or Kevin. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm really bad with names. I actually had to write down everyone's names. Um, he was new to the scene. So he, uh, I believe, was 
he's friends with the my third opponent and they were just you know getting into the the scene again and um yeah he was running a plague touch warband so uh, slaves to darkness army um it wasn't the six varangard it wasn't the you know the the spicy list that's out there at the moment decimating the tables oh yeah uh so he had you know like he had two demon princes i think and one with mark of corn one with mark of nurgle which was fun so yep. you know trying to get the you know the <laughs> half your charge and all that yeah. that fun shenanigans off uh then a big unit of 10 knights um a big unit of 15 chaos warriors then two of five and a unit of 20 marauders did the teleporting biz all that fun stuff um yeah, and Plague Touch sucks to play against with the combat Ooh, army. Yeah, yeah, it's a bad time. It, yeah, it, it was one of those ones where I, the more, because <laughs> like, you roll a six to wound and you're getting a mortal wound back. And obviously with Daughters of Cain, they have a lot of attacks in combat. And so I was mortal wounding myself. He was hitting me back. I was mortal wounding him. He was doing double damage on a roll of a six to wound. So. Yeah, it was it was a brutal game. Um, we played Total Conquest, so it's the one where heroes get extra points. Yep. If you take it off your opponent, you get extra points. And I was given first turn because he was a three drop to my six or five drop, sorry. And um, yeah, he kind of he gave he gave me first turn because he figured he'd be able to you know take take objectives back from me. And um, yeah, it was an interesting game. I ended up taking it out. Uh, I didn't have much left at the end of the game. Okay. He was not a fan of Marathi, which I, will be a theme yes. that comes up. Under, understandable. In a fair, fair few a, games. For a new player. Correct. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was interesting because obviously with Drachig and Neth, I wanted to get charges off to get yeah. my extra rent. What I found was over that weekend was that You've got the six-inch pylon with the Sisters of Slaughter. So I want to be making the combats work for me because Daughters of Cain can no longer take a hit. They are very fragile. They have an aftersave, but it's not great. Uh, if you're running Hagnar, it's still not going to be the best. It's not what it used to be. Not at all. And nor should it be because it, it was silly in the old book that girls in bikinis... Uh, were tougher than fire slayers, or you know, <laughs> who were um, boys in cast. who yeah. were boys in loincloths. Correct. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, that and that in itself needs to be reworked because those guys are unreal, yeah so. two up four up. Oh, silly, silly. And um, yeah, so I found trying to get the rend meant that I was not playing the game that I normally do. Um, okay, because I like the movement shenanigans of sister. Uh, sorry, of the slaughter troop of being able to retreat and charge. I like the six inch piling, so you're getting the ability to be where you need to be, get onto objectives, flood objectives. And yeah, it came down to, uh, he cleared off the cauldron with 20 marauders and I was quite shocked by that um, in turn three. Um, or he, he managed to wound it significantly and, and it hit back and hit pretty hard. But then I just came in with my reserve 20 sisters slaughtering cleared off the marauders. But it was kind of one of those things where the more I was hitting him, the more it was hurting. He had placed early his his knights as a screen, which I thought was an interesting choice. I think he was just trying to protect his his uh, demon princes and and stop that from being hurt. But obviously, Marathi with her eighteen inch range was shooting. She she can still yeah. snipe out what she needs to. So she was picking off characters left, right, and center. Killed the ten knights. Um, you know, did did what she needed to. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, it was a it was a resounding win to me. Um. 
one thing that I did take pride in was about turn three, we were playing and I actually gave him some advice on what to do. And um, he he said, oh, are all Age of Sigma players this nice? Like he said, are all oh, opponents s- this nice? So yeah, it. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, well. And you were yeah, like, yeah. no, I am yeah. a god amongst uh, yeah, men. Yeah, I was like, uh, have you seen the people here? Look at Mick over there. Mick is just hassling. I think he was playing um, Hordo first game, so or something yeah. like that. So it was hilarious. But I was like, no, you got other people in the scene that... I'm nowhere near as nice and charming as I am. So. Uh, no, it was it was a nice little touch. Um, and I think he ended up doing quite well for the rest of the event. Um, and it was a good list. Uh, I just think, obviously, he, he was under the... So it was his first tournament. He kind of said, oh, do you play many tournaments? And I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> do I ever? <laughs> yes, I do. So, uh, yeah. So he, he enjoyed that game. Um, then we had lunch. So pizza lunch. Um Provided by the crew. That's what I like about Toowoomba. They, yeah. they in your entrance ticket, it pays for the pizza, um, pays for the pride support as well, which is a great time. So Gary doesn't take anything away from it, but it's a really good Nor good should one you, day. Gary. Yeah, that's no. it. Damn it, Gary. <laughs> Didn't get that OBR army out of nowhere. Um, yeah, so I ended up getting matched against Luke Gooley in the second game. Okay. Um, and he was running Gloom Spike Gits. Yes. And he's got quite an interesting gloom. He does, yeah. Army. It's a beautifully painted army, actually, and it has a really cool theme. His um, his objective markers are these little like poison bottles with spider. Oh, it's yeah. meant to be like spider venom and stuff, okay. and it's all very like. It, it kind of suits his last name. It's like Gooley, like it's a <laughs> like Adam Adam's family sort of situation. Um, yeah, so he was running a spider army. It's a full spider fang. Um, it was four behemoths, I think. So Jeez. four of the big spiders and then like 30 of the small spiders and then the Lord on the giant spider. And they can do their shenanigans where they go off the table edges and come on and do all sorts of things. Would Would you say that his like, play style is quite toxic? <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. <laughs> I will forgive you because you're like... Three days or potentially three hours away from being a dad. Oh, so, man. Yet again. I will forgive you for that one. Um, no. You get it, though. He's a nice it's, guy. No, he wasn't, yeah, no, but yeah. he wasn't toxic. Yet, oh, so good. No. Yeah. Luke's cool. He's great. So we were playing uh, Places of Arcane Power. Yep. Oh, okay. Which, against Marathi, a hero that cannot die before the end of turn two... I, I see how the, I see where this is going. Yeah, so he actually took first turn, which I think was a good play. Yes, because he managed to hand a gork one of the spiders onto the objective, uh, pushed up to screen off with other spiders to stop me from getting there. Mm. Um, Marathi got quite lucky with her charge, and she didn't get in range of the objective for turn one, uh, and he won priority. So I thought, oh, I'm in a bit of a pickle here because I. Should be scoring early, um, and I managed to take the middle objective. He had no one on the set on the far objective, but because he got the priority, he took second turn, moved on, took the other objective with another spider, and I thought, oh god, okay, I've got a bit of work to do here. Yep. Uh, the great thing about my list is that small Marathi has her command ability where she can uh, get someone to pile in <laughs> in the hero phase and attack. Yes, for a CP, uh, which is great. For for when the Shadow Queen goes in in the hero phase and, and does damage. She's quite a heavy hitter. Then uh, my Slaughter Queen was close enough to also 
Ah, uh, good. Get her to pile in an attack again. So oh the spider God. lord that was on that objective yep. and the ten spiders were deleted in turn two. <laughs> okay. Um. So, yeah, it was. It came down to uh, then I won priority. Uh, so I was able to push up, kill off all of his heroes, and he essentially it was turn four. Um, he called it. It was a great game. Got the secondaries. Um. Yeah, we had we had a really good game actually, excellent, but it was excellent. I think with places of arcane power, it was almost a foregone conclusion. He was kind of yeah, pushing. That's that's an unfortunate matchup for him. Yeah, and and the other thing is, is I think daughters of Cain. Um, I was talking to Luke Taylor about it today. We were, we had a game, and um, he said to me after our game, he's like, I enjoyed that game, and I enjoyed that there was not you just pushing things in and I'm rolling dice and losing stuff. Because he's he was running Skaven and he has been running Seraphon for the last couple of months and he actually doesn't want to play Seraphon anymore because he feels it's a negative play experience for himself as well. So he's kind of actively made the call to not play Seraphon, which which I it's a great yeah, call. Good yeah. on him for doing so. And, and he's going back to his Skaven, which is one of his, which is one of his many loves, and and he he does quite well with it. So he um, awesome. Yeah. So we were talking about that afterwards, and he said daughters of Cain are not what they used to be, and that is like music to my ears to, mm. to hear that. Um, because I think initially when the book drops, it's a very strong book. Um, there's a lot of options to it, but I think everyone kind of blew up Deluxe because they had Slanesh next to it, which <laughs> yeah. was not what it should have been on, on paper. Yeah. And so a lot of people were comparing apples to oranges and, and were upset by the differences. So. Yes, and there were some disparities, but yeah. I think once you take Daughters and put it in a vacuum, mm. it's still a very strong book. Oh, definitely. But Absolutely. they've fixed... I think they've streamlined it a lot and they've fixed the play style of what it should be now. Absolutely, and that's that's what I enjoyed about running them is that what I didn't like about the old book when I was running them was that it was buff, move forward, charge, Delete. kill stuff, move yeah. out, kill stuff, you can't kill me, I keep killing. And it was immune to battle shock, reroll wounds, do all the, the buffs that you didn't really need on the table. And, and so, yeah, it was just kind of one of those things where it felt like I was playing with an army that was far above everyone else's. Now it feels like it's sitting where it should be in the yeah. meta. Um, and an interesting thing as well was seeing uh, at Bruce Hammer this weekend, which we'll get to in a minute, mm. is that Daughter's weren't going 5-0. and No, no. Like, And every game that I walked past and checked out, it was like, it was a tight game mm. and the Daughters players, yourself included, mm. were mm. like, all right, I have to work for this. Yeah, yeah. So, which is good. Yeah, That's there where was you never, want... It was never, uh, oh, I've got this. It yeah. was going in confident because it's a, it's an army that you should be confident with. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there was definitely moments where I've gone, oh, I'm just going to pretty quickly. So... Uh, which leads me into my third game. So I play Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. Yeah. I, uh, the best part about Bobby Brown is his name. He's a nice guy as well. No relation to Millie Bobby Brown. No, none at all. But he... Um, oh, God, Gabe, this, these dad jokes. I don't know where they're so. all coming from today. I'll just, Terrible. You're excited. I'll try and that. rein it in. I'm just... <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I need a beer break after that one. So... Uh, it was great because I was standing there talking to Gary and he's like, oh, you've got Bobby Brown next as a game. And I naturally responded with, oh my God, Bobby Brown. <laughs> and he was standing behind me and I didn't realize. And oh. he turned around and he was like, hey, yeah, man. And I was like, oh, dude, sorry. I just, I, I'm really excited by you? your name. And I was like, it's just a great name. So he was running Gristlegook. Okay. Uh, which, which again, we were just into, discussing. Yeah, your little um, potential dream that you could have. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, it was interesting. He was running it in the um, King's Guard, I think, or the King Royal Royal Mordens. Mordens, whatever it is. So he has ghouls, but then he's also got a um, set of the bigger guys. What are they called? Not uh, the, players, the horrors. The, the horrors. So he had some horrors. Um, had two terror geists. So. As in who the dudes on Terror Geist, the so royal, like the yeah, ghoul yep, kings, so the actual ghoul kings, uh, had the arch regent, you know, the usual, had, <laughs> oh, good, yeah. So, um, you know, they they get to summon uh, dudes on the the, the objectives. Uh, sorry, on the objectives on the the table edge as well. We played Battle for the Past, which I actually was quite concerned about because Gristle Gore loves to have you funneled. Oh yeah, to a point. Um, and he was able to push up one of the objectives quite significantly and just deleted a whole unit of chicks. And I was oh, like, wow. okay, cool, this will be fun. Um, the I got quite lucky with my after saves and, and my armor saves and I managed to do some more wounds back to him. So he kind of saw the power of um, Daughters of Cain. And then he brought on flayers from the back edge and was trying to push my, my home objective because it's worth more points. Um, long story short, I... Pushed up, got the objectives that I needed to in the second. Marathi pushed up, started clearing off ghouls, killed off one Terrorgeist, then basically got charged by the second one. She was down to six wounds. Um, went to priority for turn three. Uh, sorry, three and a four. And basically I got the double. And I talked him through because Bobby basically said, look, I think that's it because I had Canary drop down in his back. <laughs> table and you know clear off the ghouls that were there so I had 10 models to his one on the home objective um, I had managed to kill off the one of the terror guys that was holding the right flank so I pushed up 20 girls onto that objective and cleared off the ghouls that were holding it um, the cauldron just went ham and killed uh, the Vargolf and the three flayers that were on that objective and he had some choices and he wasn't sure whether or not he should have pushed onto Morgwaith pushed onto her crew he ended up killing a crew, but I just had, you know, I was outnumbering him on the home objective with four models. So, you know, because that's the problem with Feck is that you're throwing the heavy hitters in that it's still three models. And, yes. you know, I, I kind of made a security of having small Marathi on there. But the good thing was Marathi was still in range of large Marathi to get the pilot and attack in the hero <laughs> phase, which she deleted the terror guys in and killed yeah. the 20 ghouls on that objective and right. took the middle. So I managed to get eight points for... Yep. Um, turn two, so uh, turn four, sorry. Uh, so Bobby called it there. Um, super tight game, like it, it doesn't sound like it was close, but I definitely was under the pump. As I said, I get I, I died to a stiff breeze, and so yeah. flesh eater courts piling in, deleting things. It, it was a pretty brutal time. It's interesting hearing um, all these games, like you're talking about pretty much every game being. Like you're having a scrap for it. Yeah, absolutely. Thing. Yeah, there was no game where I just pushed up and, and won. And just smashed people. Um, what I will say is, and, and it was something that I ended up after the event kind of reflecting and I thought, is it that the that I did well? Because I ended up coming second. Yeah. Uh, which I was stoked with. Uh, I thought I was going to win it. I was going to say three wins. Yeah. Um, Pat was next to me with his Hermdar uh, Fire Slayers and he actually played... Um, Scott's Daughters of Cain, who he was running Keltner, and has been running an interesting list. Um, and he's changed across from OBR to run Keltner, Daughters of Cain now. Um, this is Scott White. Scott White, yeah, yeah. So he's got the cool jungle thing, Daughters yeah. of Cain. So he was playing Pat. Um, it ended up being a really close game, and Pat won it on a priority roll or a roll to 
Battleshock or something. It was like one dice roll and he won it. Um, but essentially, it was a really close game. So Pat won it with secondaries. Um, so he was able to take away the win. Uh, but coming second, I was I was stoked with that. It's yeah. been a while since a podium. Absolutely, um, man. That's awesome. You know, and it's, it is one of those things, like sometimes you, it's not as glorious as a two-dayer and it's not as, a, you know, a big thing, but I actually was really stoked. And um, the one thing I, I should have done was put my, my name on my army because I'm really proud of my daughters of Cain for a paint yeah, scheme. Look, and they look awesome, man. You know, I said this weekend that there are a lot of people, I was like painting 60 pairs of eyes uh, was... Torturous, and yeah. you know I, I should pay off for it at some point. So yeah, um, but I didn't put my name on my army when they were voting for for best painted, and there are a few people who I saw looking at the army and kind of went, "Well, no one put their name for it." Yeah, so it's like bad luck. So, whoever yeah. owns this, so um, so Josh ended up getting best painted, which deservedly so. Fair his, enough. His um, Iden F looked fantastic. So yeah, that was the. The Toowoomba Bash. It was a great time. I enjoyed awesome, it. Yeah. And that was the first event you'd taken New Daughters to? Yes, correct. Yeah. And it was one that I kind of was sitting there going, okay, is it, do I take Drake and Earth? I was still deciding on what uh, list I wanted to. I still wanted to take Sisters of Slaughter and the, the Slaughter Troop. I wasn't sure which temple I was going to take. And Drake and Earth served well. Uh, but as I said, it, it I found I was hamstringing myself from getting the, the pile-ins. Because what I like to do is the charge in, you know, have the decision making to say, okay, well, Marathi's going to fight first because she's going to take three wounds and I don't want her degrading, um, particularly if she's at those lower the lower points, oh, sorry, lower wounds count. Um, and I like the six inch pile in for that reason to go, okay, cool, I'm going to pile in now. I'm going to pile in now. And I'll talk about my fourth game with Dino later. And that's where I kind of got to show that power a fair bit. And even Dino yeah. was like, wow, this army is really good. Yeah. And yeah, so it was one of those things there. Do you think, like, how you're talking about Drachi Ganeth mm. and Slaughter Troop, mm. where like all these great bonuses to charge kind of are counterintuitive to a battalion that lets you pile in six. Do you feel like that's just the wrong battalion for the wrong temple? No, because I think like Slaughter Troop's probably not meant to be for... I mean, it probably is in itself because you're retreating and charging. Um, maybe it's just me wanting to get the best from the army. Yeah, um, okay. And I think, like, the Drake Ganeth, it still works on which else. So Cauldron Guard can fit into Drake Ganeth quite easily. Yeah. Um, they just don't get the retreat and charge, so you're kind of just hoping to delete whatever you're hitting. Yeah. Um, so I did like, like, look, the Slaughter Queen on Cauldron bouncing around and getting <laughs> extra damage and extra rend was pretty unreal. Because um, in Drake Ganeth, she gets an extra two attacks with a weapon. So you can pick a weapon to get an extra two attacks. So I pick her sword that's got the D3 damage, Rend 1. Yeah, so nice. she goes to Rend 2, D3 damage on the charge, which Ugh. is pretty wild. Um, and then she can empower her other sword to go in at Rend 2, damage D3 as yeah, well. So she, she can do the work. Um, and it's one thing that, yeah, it's still an uh, uh, option in the back of my mind at the moment. Yes, okay. Army, so. gotcha. Yeah, so that was uh, Twin Bash. Lovely, lovely. No, that's good, man. Well done on the second place. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I was very <laughs> excited by that, actually. So, yeah, yeah stoked to... So to be up the top. Yeah, yeah. that's it, man. Yeah. That's it. All right. Um, Broken Realms. Yeah. Uh, we had a new Broken Realms book drop. We did. In the form of Bellacore. Yes. Uh, I don't know about you, but I was very excited to have a Broken Realms book all about chaos. Yeah, I was pretty stoked. <laughs> and I was then, pretty stoked. And then I saw the contents table and I'm like, ah, oh, good. Five pages. Of order. Yeah. <laughs> of, no, no. Well, there was five pages of chaos yes. in the entire book. And... And order. the rest was pretty much yeah. order. Night Haunt got a yeah. little bit. Destruction again got nothing. Yep. 
so I shouldn't complain too much. Um, but yeah, it was interesting to see. I think I've... Seeing what Marathi did for Daughters and then what Teclas did for uh, Lumineth, mm. I think my mindset was, Chaos okay, is. Chaos is going to get the goods. I didn't know what it was going to look like. As it stands, it looks like one new War Scroll, a new Allegiance ability. And then I think Zinch got a Battalion as well. Uh, and then Seraphon got new... A whole new set of Bound Endless Spells, which everyone knows my feelings on Bound Endless Spells. Why not give them more? Yeah. I think that's uh, every person <laughs> in the bullshit is what it is. I think it's every person in the community <laughs> was like, what the hell? Yeah. And it's one of those things. Everyone was like, ah, you know, like there were a few in there. I think the the soul, the, the boatman... You can bind him. Lanchon. Which means that your opponent can't use him, but it was very mm. unlikely that your opponent was ever using him anyway. Yeah, yeah. The broken one is the Shards of Valinar, mm. which doesn't look that good on paper because you're like, ah, oh, that's hard to set up and hard to keep where you want it. But if you're the only one who's allowed to move it, it's actually very good. Mm. And it's mm. what, 40 or 50 yeah. points? Something, Something criminal. Yeah. Uh, so that made me sad. Mm. But then Nighthorn also got some new hosts. Which they need. Yeah, I, which, I think that's I, yeah. exciting for Nighthaunt. Is it's a good it, step in the right direction. It seems like it might be a um, a hint, a nod to the new book, a band aid, perhaps, or or a new book, because that's yeah. what like Marathi, Teclas, they they provided new books for Daughters Kane. They provided new books for for Luminate. That as is well. very true. Um, so maybe maybe that's on the the horizon. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's a uh, the the thing I was excited about for Bellacore was the model. Oh, dude, that model is out of control. Yeah. I, I don't know of any person who doesn't like it. No, scratch that. I know of one content creator who didn't like it. And name and shame, Gammy. I will not. Name, name and shame. Um, I, I will not name <laughs> them, but they. I think they've come around to it now. Yeah. Because um, I listened to them a fair bit, and they originally were saying they didn't like the horns, they didn't like the pose, they didn't like the wings. It's hard because that was when it was first kind of leaked. Yeah. Um. And when you see it in person, you go, okay, there's nothing wrong with this model. There is... I cannot pick a single thing wrong with that model. The base the is excellent. The base is awesome. I like that they gave the option to put a Space Marine on there as well. So yeah. it's... Uh, you know, you've got the Primaris Lieutenant. Like, it's... Uh, there's a, there's some good things on there. Which, that, that Primaris Marine, the dead mm, one on the base, mm. there's a big second-hand market for that guy, yeah, yeah. as it turns yeah, out. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Pretty much everyone yeah. on... All the buy swap sales were like, if anyone's building it for Age of Sigma, I want to buy the Marine. Mm, mm. I didn't realize dead Marines were that popular. But I think it's just a cool because he's got the the soul being ripped yeah, from him. Then. Yeah, which is very. Cool it's a and the the Chaos Warrior has yeah, the same. Yeah, he's got the same thing. It's so I think there's cool. a, a cool option there. So yeah, Bellacore, um, Dave Kerr, and I actually played a game uh, preparing for Bruce Hammer. I, I thought I'd give the corn the last run to see if I wanted to go with them, um, yep. just with the Skull Crushers instead of. Uh, Corgus and the 10 Blood Warriors. So I ended up managing to fit in uh, six Skull Crushers instead. All spicy. So we we ran a game where uh, Dave ran Legion of the First Prince um, from the... From Broken Realms. From Broken Realms. But it was kind of based on the old books. So we were using okay. the old one where Bellacore would be there. New points, sure. new War Scroll, because uh, we knew enough to give it a go. Uh, he ran the new 
Sloppity Bile Piper and Ooh, um, Scrivener. And yeah, baby. Yeah, it was cool. Like there was... Because obviously people are talking about it within Nurgle only. Um, but in the Legion of the First Prince, it's pretty solid where you can summon mm-hmm. uh, models or summon units every end of the movement phase on a roll of 10 or more on three three dice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Bellacor just gets to pick. Yep. So I think that's fantastic. Um, you know, Dave still had the giant Nurgle Ratman who... Went in and deleted with a the, whole with six the four skull fold blade. Yeah, yeah, went in man. and just went. Here's four sixes. Oh, that's mortal wounds. That dude's a machine. Yeah, I'm I don't sorry. know. What I don't know happened? any uh, like Legion of the First Prince army or Legion that of Chaos Ascendant yeah. army yeah. that yeah. doesn't have a vermin yeah. vermin lord corruptor. Yeah, because he's so good. Fantastic. So it was great because Bellacor rolling deep with that. Um, Dave used Scarbrand as a proxy, but it was cool just picturing. That that's the size of Bellacor now. Yeah. Um, and he went in and, and he fucks, man. He fucks. <laughs> he fucks hard. Yeah, he went in and he deleted <laughs> shit. It was awesome. Well, and his ability on the three up now is wild. Yes. And See, the fact that you can pick it when you want to is yeah. really good. Yeah. So the downside is that if he dies, he doesn't get to use it. Correct. But it now affects stuff like command abilities, mm-hmm. which it didn't before. Mm-hmm. And it's reactive now you can just choose when to use it and who you want to use it on well he used it on 10 blood warriors that just couldn't get on the objective that he needed to so <laughs> yeah. he was like i'm gonna do that and roll the three up every time and so they just stood still and i was yeah. like oh it was so good it was yeah. so good it was such yeah. a good combo and he ran like a he ran like a um great unclean one and we were saying like even if you had um what's his name the Names Lord of Change, uh, Fate Weaver, Kairos. yeah. Ian chuck him in there, and it's a, like even more brutal because he's got the two yeah. sense of control there, uh, and some magic output. Plus, you can summon horrors. Like it's a cool list. So very cool. Yeah, I, I'm very excited to see some Bellicors on the table. Actually, and yeah. there was actually one on for the prize support. For was there really Bruce oh, Hammer? Man. And nice. I was really hoping that yeah. I'd get the door prize, but I didn't. Um, oh. Scott ended up getting well. Um, Nicole, his girlfriend, ended up getting it and she picked it straight away and everyone went, oh, because there were a couple of people that missed it yeah. or just didn't get it. And um, yeah, so... It's such it a cool model, man. I've heard people... <laughs> I had some... I've seen some people online be like, he's smaller than I thought he'd be because they sit him next to like a right. bloodthirster or something. Right. But he's still an immense model. Absolutely. And he's a demon prince and you compare him to... A demon prince, and you're like, oh, he's like three or four yeah. times the size. Yeah, exactly. So he's, he's not a greater demon. No, he's just no. a prince, and he's just a badass. And, and I can't wait to see him on the table, man. It's yeah, gonna be, it's going to be, be so good. Time. Very excited. So good. What do you think of him being under 400 points? I think it's perfect. You do? Yep. Okay. Um, mainly because uh, for Chaos Armies, he's an ally choice. Yeah. If he goes to 400, he's 400. Like yeah. it's, I, I think for his points cost, he is pointed well. Yeah. Um, you know, he's got ethereal essentially and doesn't have enough to save in the Legion of the First Prince or whatever it is. He does in Luca or whatever ooh, it's called. Ooh, ooh. Um, so he does have enough to save in that. So, you know, you can make him pretty tanky, but 380 points does seem pretty spot on. Because my prediction before, when they first announced mm. or when they first released all those photos and you're like, oh, it's Bellacor. I was like, I kind of hope he's over 400 points because then it pushes him... Because at the time, he was in every Chaos Army because he was that cheap and he was that good. It was just insane not to put him in. So I was like, if they push him over 400, that means that he's then exclusive to either Slaves to Darkness or 
Chaos Ascendant, which gives those two a massive edge mm. because all of a sudden they're bringing something to the table that no one else can. Yeah, I get that. It's I, I think it would suck if he couldn't be another Chaos Army. Yeah, so. and it's... I think being 380... What is he, 380? 380, yeah. I yeah. think being 380, it's... Uh, there's a lot of lists that he just won't fit in. Yeah. For what, even though he brings a lot to the table, I look at Slanesh lists or mm. Nurgle lists and mm. I'm like, man, I'm giving up a lot to fit in one one model. And yeah, he's an amazing model, but... Yeah, he's still one model. you got and to weigh up whether yeah. it's worth 20% of your army. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I was looking at writing him in a list in case I won him. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I see. Um, so <laughs> I've got in corn. He basically replaces six skull crushers, and I still had the points to fit him in then because six skull crushers are three sixty. Yeah. Okay. Or yeah, three twenty. Three twenty points. So I still had some points to play around with, and sure, and managed to put him in. But yeah, he um, he's. I think he's still worth it. I don't know how many lists he'll be in though. That's, yeah. I think we'll see him in. I hope to see him in in Loker a bit more and and uh, Slaves of Darkness. So, yeah, it should awesome. be fun. Um, I'm keen to see the what else people get from Broken Realms because Teclas obviously boosted some stuff. Bellacore's now boosted some things. Kragnos seems to be. Ooh, baby! I don't even know what to expect from Kragnos. Yeah, well, it's uh even today it was like um saying how like it's meant to be about orcs assaulting this mountain is it beast grave so i think it's something along those lines of it's a similar sort of situation similar concept the destruction armies are trying to awaken like the mountain that's very essentially and uh, someone on the weekend and i won't say who mainly because i we're going to talk about hearsay and um, rumors yes we are later but they did allude to a beast of chaos and what I will say about that person is that they're not normally wrong okay so they tend to actually know stuff okay and they said no it looks like it's like monstrous centaur oh my god <laughs> which oh my god. would suck for you Gabe because you're oh, committed man. to Slanesh man so you won't be able to do Beastman why do they do this to me so you won't be able to do Beastman well now I <laughs> I obviously uh, take everything with a grain of salt in that space Absolutely. because you know it's it's we're, we'll find out soon yeah. um, it, but I I hope it's something cool I actually was really hoping uh, with some of the trinkets and stuff that were linked mm-hmm. on like the shadows like the picture of Kragnos and they were showing on his shield like some yeah. of the emblems it yeah. did look very Kurnothy it did and it looked were obviously, you thinking it was like a, a I um, thought it was going to be a new Kurnothy army yeah okay um, I am still holding on to that hope because okay. I'll talk about what I'm going to start collecting later because I love both flying um, but the the one uh, oh, I can just talk about it now. I've looked at Sylvaneth. Yes. Because I'm a glutton for punishment. And because they just had the... The, the, the new... Mon Burgundy flautists. The, <laughs> yeah. the jazz flutists. Which I thought was... I genuinely thought when they showed the silhouette, I thought they all looked like owls. Yes, which would be sick. On, on, yeah. on the like head yeah. thing. And I was very excited yeah. and then very sad when I saw it was eggs Look, and not owls. I, for me, I actually love every single bit of that model. I have heard a lot of people be upset about it. I've heard a lot of people, you know, say, oh, it's too much. I was looking at everything else and not the guy himself. 
Man, he's oh, going to be unreal. Yeah, I got he, no issue with that model. He is a beautiful model. And it's one of those ones where Spite Revenants, for me, being a Wood Elf player, then a Wanderers player, yes, and now Wanderers are part of Cities, and I'm not really sold on Wanderers in Cities. They're very good in yes. Living City. Um, so I've got that army there, and what I was thinking of doing is transitioning to Sylvaneth. That sounds really weird. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going through the process of the transition. I'm transitioning, guys. So can you refer to me as them, they? Um, because I'm heading towards Sylvaneth. And what I wanted to do is start that process by using Wanderers in Living Cities and using Sylvaneth. So one in every four units can be Sylvaneth. Okay. Um, I've got three Kurnoth Hunters already. I'm going to boost that to six, put in Drycha, start Lovely. at that point. And then now... The, the one thing that I love are Spite Revenants. No, sorry, Tree Revenants. Yep. Um, just because they look like emo elves that have been stuck they inside do. a tree and they're awesome they're, and they're actually really cool models and really cool rules their rules are unreal they are actually pretty good uh, they're you know Canary Heartrenders which after playing Daughters of Cain I know how good Canary Heartrenders are yeah, and Spite Revenants being on the table everyone's like <laughs> I've got to deal with them yes you chuck them near trees you can't see them yes true and everyone's like oh, I've got to Ooh, deal with them yeah it's like come into the trees they come into the trees and like oh see you later <laughs> it's like Perfect. It's exactly what I love about Wood Elves was when I used to melt away all the time and everyone hated it. Chase the rabbits. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm really keen with that that preview of yeah, the Sylvaneth guy. Um, the other stuff looks really cool. The Witch Hunters. The Witch Hunters are cool. Yeah. I really like the Witch Hunters. I really like the new Slanesh twins. Yes. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. They are unbelievable. And so if you don't get your cool centaur guys. You've at least got... Well, I'm already twins. winning, aren't I? You, you are. And, <laughs> and they will be very cool. I, I'm so excited, man. You know, um, Mick actually ran Shalaxi on the weekend at Bruce Hammer. Chaotic. And um, I loved him for it because I was like, that's cool. You've got a names... And are they going to be named? The, do they they are the named, yeah. So, so there's Dexessa and the other one. And you know what they're meant to be? They're meant to be the embodiment of Slanesh. Yeah, they're like they're Slanesh's essence. Yeah. They're going to be wild. They're going to be so good. Just like... Oh, I was about to say something really inappropriate there. Yeah. But they're going to be a wild time. Yeah. And I hope that they're... I hope that they bring to the table just... I don't mind if they're an extreme number of points, mm. right? Make mm. them five, six hundred points, yep. whatever. But make them just... Baller. Oh, it's going to be so good. I'm excited, yeah. man. Those models are... Pro like, the Slanesh range is out of control mm. already. And then mm. these things come out. It's great. And they're just awesome. I'm Intimidating to paint. Oh, yeah. Because the big peacock... The fans that the they've got, they're like wings, got. but they fly, man. That's... Well, this is the thing. They're the first thing in the army that's going to be able to fly. And they're like keeper of secrets that are like on yes. steroids that fly. Like, that's terrifying. there's like terrifying. a fighty one and then a wizard yes. one and they're both amped up on... Coke. Oh, Bone Slit is going to have a great time again. They are. They're going to have a real good time. so good. Uh, <laughs> no, so I'm, I think there's... I'm, I'm actually like... All the Broken Realms so far have been like, cool, they're, they're fun. Mm -hmm. I never picked up Marathi, even though I played Daughters of Cain. Um, lucky I didn't, because I picked up the yeah. new book anyway. Yes. Uh, the fluff is fantastic. Yes, definitely The storyline, I actually... As I said, I think a couple of episodes ago, I've still got the end times... Uh, stories and I read them every now and then because they were just great stories mm. um, hopefully no one gets annoyed by a spoiler but Ooh. all I'll say is that in Teclas um, someone gets Manfred get, is sent to the realm of light to like 
convince people to, you know, join the the death side, like the dark side sort of thing. So Nagash is like, you've got to go in, you've got to manipulate them. That's what you do. And he's like, yeah, man, yeah, I'll do that. Goes in, series of events happens and he basically fails and goes, I'm out. Peace and just disappears. It's not like Manfred to fail. No, it's so good and he just bails. So it's kind of set up really well for Gravelords, which I'm Uh, excited for. Ah, yeah, because obviously he's going to be there. Fingers crossed he's part of them. Hopefully he's Um, their poster... Well, not poster boy, but like their big bad. But at least an option to have. So, um, yeah, and the latest blurry white dwarf picture has something to do with another Mortark. Yeah. Does it? Is that a Mortark, is it? Yeah. So it's been... People have read the little caption down the side and it's like Mortark of not grief, but it's Mortark of... Something along those lines. Because yeah, Mortaka okay. Grief is... Um, is Alinda. Alinda. And so they've said something like the Mortark of something. Very cool. Which it looks like this really tall vampire looking thing. So mm. Gravelords could still really be tempting. I need Ooh, to yeah. kind of... I'm still waiting to see what happens in that space. But it's, yeah, it could be fun. It's it's funny because we're probably two of them. Oh, the worst. The, the worst least, people for jumping on to stuff. The least focused yeah. players in Australia. Because we're like, oh, something shiny. But both of us are like that. <laughs> it's terrible. Well, even yesterday after after Breeze Hammer, I was like, oh, you know, I don't know if I want to keep playing Daughters. I might just put them on the shelf. I'll run Bone Splitters. I'm comfortable with them. I'll take them to the next event, blah, blah, blah. Woke up this morning, started writing Daughters of Canis. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm sticking to them. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things. I butterfly, uh, you know, I wanted to play Zinch a week ago and I asked Corey about it and he's like, yeah, man, run this list. And then like <laughs> 10 minutes later, I was like, no, I don't want to do this. Mainly because I knew I'd come up against Seraphon and just get pumped. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but I'm, I'm pumped for Kragnos. I awesome, hope man. to see some cool new models come out of it. Me too, man. I hope Beast of Chaos gets something cool. Yeah. If they get anything, I'll be stoked. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping Sylvaneth get actually like a monstrous cav. That would be cool. People have kind of said it could be that those beetles, the bugs that are coming out of the eggs, oh. are like baby droths that you can kind of like monstrous cav dudes riding. That would be cool. Small beetles. That'd be sick. Yeah. I'd be all over it. Or even stags, like super stags, like rolling around. Yeah. Those stags would be sick. Yeah. To unwield from Shadowlands. It'd yeah. Be awesome. That's pretty much <laughs> yeah. what I want to do. If they Basically. did, if they came out and said, look, this is Broken Realms Kragnos in AOS 3. You get a forest folk army that's basically Kurnothian Sylvaneth combined together. So they combine the yeah. wood elf aesthetic back with the, the trees. And Which I'd be fully behind. I mean, they've so rolled... about it. It'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be super cool. So, yeah. yeah. Very All right. cool. Well, that was Broken Realms Bellacourt a little bit and then more And a little Broken bit Realms of Kragnos. Kragnos. I think we're more excited by that, but... Uh, Bruce Hammer, man. Yeah, let's smash this. Yeah, out. we'll smash through. So, Bruce Hammer Chaotic um, was on the weekend, run by the Bruce Hammer Boys. Uh, it was at Keisha Ridge Hotel. It was actually in the new room. Ah, so you weren't in the uh, the sex dungeon. No, no sex dungeon. No <laughs> spoof on the wall or the mirror. Yeah, There's that really is... weird spot that just. So the the venue that the boys have held the last few tournaments at is it used to be a gentleman's club in the. You can't even see it from. The car park. No, it's like no this you need little... to know the secret entrance. Yeah, yeah. it's literally down. It's like a. If it you looks like a change the... room for a football club. If you were going yeah. to like the public toilets yes. at a local shopping yeah. center, yeah. it's like a little it's like alley that down brick the brick alleyway that you kind of go around the corner and you're like, where am I going? And then you step into this room and it's poorly lit. It's poorly lit. There's a bar. All the walls have mirrors on them. Yes, one of them has. Uh, without, there's no other way spunk. to describe it. It looks like someone has spunked, fired a yeah. cum shot yeah. out of a shotgun. Yeah, 
and it won't come off. Yes, it's like someone had acidic cum. It is terror. Like the things that have. It's one of those rooms where you're like, it's not unrealistic to think someone has died in. This oh room. yeah, I I tend to every now and then look around and say, I wonder how many people have died in here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a seedy seedy how many place. Souls have been removed oh, from this place. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, so that was the old venue. That was. They um, finally. The been... boys have been moved upstairs, and I'd say Acacia Ridge Hotel actually realised the benefit of uh, these events of catering to a crowd of yeah alcoholics. sixty plus alcoholics who will eat lots of food as well. Yes. And yeah, it's um. You know, I spent an inordinate amount of money on, on <laughs> alcohol on the weekend. Um, but yeah, it's so it's in the upstairs area. It's much bigger space. Um, I spoke to Stratty about it a little bit. He was saying that um. You know, he's got room to actually make the event bigger. Yeah. Um, whether or not he does, I think at the end of this year, he is planning on doing like a GT to finalize the four. Very cool. So like the ultimate Briz Hammer champion sort sure. of thing. Um, so, you know, that that's what he's planning on doing, I think. So he's kind of leaning into that a little bit. The venue is fantastic. Well lit. Great. You know, it was just awesome. There's... Awesome spacing around the tables. Yeah, there's um, heaps of room. Yeah, it, it felt like a, a good sized uh, venue. And even the lady said to Stratty, oh, you could have fit more people. And he's like, yeah, I think I can, but I'm just kind of capping it at 60. Yeah. Um, mainly because 60 is a really good number. And, oh, absolutely. You know, it works really well. So, um, yeah, so we 64 players, I think, on day one. Uh, had a few dropouts day two, which just tends to happen. Um Five-round event, uh, played in the Realm of Shadows, so that meant that you couldn't see through any of the terrain unless you had flies, so KO, just ignore everything, and so does Zinch, and oh, so good. do majority <laughs> of any hardcore shooting armies. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was one of those things that I actually really liked it because it gave you a teleport option as well. Yes. Um, you know, there was a lot of shenanigans to play within the Realm of Shadow. Um, some people did mention that their army was significantly hindered by it, which was great. Yeah. Um, mainly for that shooting mechanic to to be reduced a little bit but as i said like ko just ignores it and they're yeah. still um you know doing quite well um and i think it ended up being there was a few in the top 20 few ko i think there was only like three ko players and most of them i think they all finished in the top 20 for the I event don't know if all of uh, nathan goodchild i don't think no, he, he dropped out day oh two, did he so, oh okay yeah, right yeah, sorry so. to call him out as not making top 20 i'm like ah <laughs> yeah. there no yeah. so it was day two for him <laughs> oh, so okay he gotcha. dropped out. yeah gotcha. so um yeah so we ended up playing star strike total conquest knife to the heart and then day two scorched earth focal points okay um i came up against condor Ah, the My Condor. arch nemesis from yeah. way back. Um, running his Tempest Eyed Dwarden, so he's dispossessed. He's run this army since pretty much AOS dropped. And it is gorgeous. Beautifully painted, uh, unreal to look at. And it's just very cool when you have a shield wall of dwarves walking across the table. And a shield wall that actually works. That is unreal. <laughs> uh, you know, most of the dwarves sitting on like a two plus save in turn one, I was like, what is happening? And they just run and they can shoot after doing so. If they spend a CP, they generate CP because they need an adjutant. Like there's lots going on. And it was kind of one of those ones where I thought, okay, interesting game. What can I do here? I was running Calibron instead of Drake Gannett this okay. time. So, so you're already, same list. already changing it up. Yep. So same list. Tried Calibron because I thought at least neg one to hit and shooting is going to give me some defensive capabilities. Um, what I found was against cities that Connor was hitting on twos, so it went to threes. 
Which is not a huge impact, really. It did not change anything and no. it still had... <laughs> no. Ren 2 it was, was still... re-rolling wounds or plus one to wound. There was yeah. lots of combos. And that's how Cities works is there are a lot of combos overlapping buffs and everything. Um, what I loved was he had a Thogrim, the Grudge Bearer, as his... Oh, yeah, the big um, throne. Yes, he had the big throne as his... Um, Celestial Hurricane. Celestial Hurricane. Works really well with the army because it very just looks cool. phenomenal. Like yeah. it, it was very cool, and he even changed like Thogrim to have a staff. Yeah, was, so you know, he's actually a wizard. He thought about it. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah. So it was kind of one of those games where, with Star Strike, where the objectives fall, he can go against you or for you. Uh, both the middle, so the middle objective fell smack bang in the middle of the table where okay. he had. 60 of his dwarves sitting on it. <laughs> Excellent. Um, and he won priority, so I was like, oh, okay, I've got to, I'm going to be on the back foot here. Uh, the turn three, his objective fell again in the middle of the table, and mine fell over to my left, so the far left. Right. So I was kind of sitting there going, okay, well, I can cap that and then put pressure on the next two or the middle objectives. But getting the second turn, he kind of cleared off a lot of my stuff, and I was on the back foot. Uh, Marathi whiffed hard oh, no. um, in turn two and so she was on the back foot I used the combo of getting her to pile in twice in the hero phase so she cleared off 60 uh, 58 dwarves wow on the middle objective and because they were within range of one of the heroes they were immune to battle shock so she did not outnumber oh, which no. I didn't know I'm not going to say it was a gotcha yeah it's one of those things that you just kind of go okay cool I didn't think about that not that she could have shot at the hero or anything like that we i did try and clear the heroes it just didn't turn out in my favor with with dice rolls um so i was on the front foot up until that point and then he won priority killed marathi and the cauldron in one turn oh wow um that's a big hit yeah so i had 10 models left on the table and it was turn five and and yeah it was that was it it was priority i rolled a five he rolled a six and i just kind of went what can I do? Not much you can do in that. So point. I was a bit, I was a bit salty. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Um, it took me some time to recover from it. Tim went and <laughs> yeah. he said, "I've got to give you the Father Fags talk." Chris Fagan from uh, Brisbane Lions coach <laughs> said, uh, "You know, he said let's go get a beer." And I was just every time I went through the game, I couldn't see where I went wrong. Okay. Apart from the dice rolls, and yeah. it was just one of those things where I went. It, it was frustrating because the whole point of Calibron, which is the neg one, just didn't do anything. Um, you know, it was just I was on the back foot and I couldn't recover from it. And, and this is your first game of the first weekend. game, yeah. And so yeah. you know, it was just one of those things where I went. I knew I could have won it. And sometimes when the stars don't align, <laughs> literally, uh, <laughs> it, it just didn't happen for me. So I went, okay, we had lunch. Um, Tim bought me lunch, which was great of him. Um, so <laughs> I had about four beers at that at yeah, lunch lovely. as well. Came back, game two, total conquest against Brendan and his. Legion of Blood. Uh, so he was running an interesting list. He had uh, Prince Vordry, uh Zombie Lord, Dragon, um, and then Nighthaunt. So and it was like Nighthaunt. one, yeah. So it was one Vampire Lord. So he had like the Vampire Lords as his heroes, yeah. And then everything else was Nighthaunt. Oh, so, so he didn't have any Blood Knights. No. Or... So he had one unit of five Blood Knights, and then the rest was um, like Grimgast Reapers. It was. Uh, a heap of the small ghosts, the chain rafts. Um, so he had like three units of 20 of them yeah okay um kept one in the grave so you know you can do the teleports uh had an interesting time so total conquest obviously that's the one i was talking about before where you get more points for taking off your opponent sure. and if you have a hero nearby 
I he played KG. He took first turn and didn't take the objective at first because I think he knew I was just going to clear him off it and get extra points. Yeah, okay. So I pushed early and just went, I'm going to score max points and push Marathi up. Got one of the objectives, pushed up Little Marathi and got the other objective with <laughs> 20 Sisters of Slaughter. Nice. And went, cool, heroes are holding that. Double down on points, get six points, turn one to his two. And he was kind of like, okay. Um, from that point on, he won priority. So that was good for him because he was able to push, cleared a lot of my stuff. Uh, I ended up, it went back and forth a bit. Ended up, turn five, he tabled me and I won 28 points to 16. Oh. So, so you got taken off the table yes, and yes. still... But the way that the game was going, yeah, I was just okay. getting where I needed to. He couldn't get onto the objectives. I was screening oh, awesome, off and man. doing what I needed to. Um, he had a, a black coach as well, which was really cool. So, you know, it was just, it was a cool list. Um, but obviously I just played the game the way it yeah, needed yeah. to. That's how, you, that's how you win. Yeah. So it came down to, it was very old school me. It was very me with bone splitters in the past, which yeah. was get tabled but win. Yep. Um, so I didn't get my secondaries on that one so um you know i was a little bit behind on secondaries in connor's i got both so i got one and he got both and then brendan i got one and he got one as well i think so it's just something along those lines but essentially that's where we're at uh then i came up against ken um with his reapers of vengeance okay uh he was running five bloodthirsters one of them was scarbrand and then 30 dogs uh, oh jeez! Yep. So knife to the heart. <laughs> Essentially, he was he was having a really good time. Actually, he was really good. He I got him a couple of drinks. I think he was feeling a bit bit tipsy. Had the buzz um, going. He did, and <laughs> he essentially went, "Well, I've got to either screen you with dogs or I screen you with bloodthirsters because yeah. knife to the heart's a tough one. He's got to move off his objective or." Just or, let me or go for the him. draw and risk Correct. losing. Yep. So essentially it comes down to me pushing up one unit of 20 in turn one and said, okay, because <laughs> he gave me first turn. I said, all right, that's it. And he's like, oh man. So then he <laughs> kind of screened up a little bit, played KG, spread out the, the bloodthirsters a little bit. Um, I got priority. I gave him the turn and he was like, Ooh. oh man, what's it? Like he just didn't Nicely know what done, to do. Uh, so he tried to push up. Um, Bloodthirster, one of the bloodthirsters came in, um, deleted, uh, like killed like 10 of the sisters of slaughter. He didn't roll very well. Um, I just CP'd them to stay around. And then I basically took the turn. Marathi killed one bloodthirster. The unit of 20 sisters of slaughter killed all the dogs. So it was blood tide flowing everywhere. I got the priority. Marathi killed two bloodthirsters and the cauldron killed the other two. Nice. So I'm then, just, I'm just right, getting man. a look Lucy's, from yeah. getting a look from our producer Lucy. Yeah, she's just loving it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome, so man. it was kind of that was a twenty zip. Um, so I got my secondaries and yeah. So it's a good start to day one, man. Yeah. So it was one two or oh, two one rather. Um, I yeah. To the way it started, I was kind of like ah, you know, you always look back and say could have been three 0 but yeah. then you get different matchups and absolutely. Yeah. So two one's not bad to be sitting yeah, on. Man. Uh, so on, yeah, sorry. On day one as well. Yeah. <laughs> shall we talk about the buy buster? Yes. Okay. Shall. So I don't know if no one gave Corey the memo. So when you're a buy buster, right? Typically you play last place. Yes. Yeah. For when there's an uneven number of people at the tournament, you don't want someone sitting down for three hours. Mm. So someone brings an army in. Generally, what you do as the buy buster is just get the shit kicked out of you by the bottom. Whoever's at the bottom of the ladder, right? You give them a win. Yep. You help them out. Correct. I think Corey finished 
Uh, <laughs> 21st? He finished in the 20s and only played three games. <laughs> yeah, 21st. So he was 21st out of 60 players. So I don't know. I don't know if someone forgot to tell him that. But he was pushing around an absolutely wild Beast Claw Raiders army. Which is his fun army. Which is his I fun army. I get that. Terms. I get that. It is Corey, so he so doesn't I, know how to switch it off. So which... I showed up day one. I was like, oh, I'll drop in, say hi to everyone. I was dropping off some models for different people. And um, <laughs> and I, I see him and Will Bromley. And they're packing up 45 minutes into the yep. into yep. the round. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, that was pretty much all his games. So I think all his games finished within oh, 30 minutes. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah. So, yeah, it was... Um, Corey at his finest. <laughs> uh, yeah, he he pumped day one and then went to Wiggles concert on day Yeah, two, that's so. fair. And I can't blame him. He got front row. He was close enough to high-five Lockie and... And Emma. And smell Emma's perfume yep. from where he was sitting. Which is awesome. Hopefully yep. he didn't high five Lockie after smelling Emma's. No, that would be that would be really awkward. That would be super weird. Fruit salad for Lockie. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> All right, so um, that was day one. Uh, there were a few people sitting on two one. Uh, yeah, essentially went home, uh, chilled out for the night with Ash, and then came back in the morning. Uh, we all had breakfast together. So failed charge guys, Bruce Hammer boys, myself, Pat. Um, just all went to some random Dino-based uh, cafe, which was classic Dino. What condition was um, Mick and Dennis in? Uh, they were pretty dusty, but I think Pat was pretty dusty as well. He slept on their couch in their hotel room, uh, which is classic Pat. Were they staying at the Acacia Ridge Hotel? They were, yes. Those hotel yep. rooms... Uh, talking about rooms where people have probably died. Yes, yeah. That is I, a it's sketchy establishment. Special. Yeah, it's very similar to... <laughs> When Blake and I stayed for Goldcon, you know, yeah, just looking at the walls going, okay, what's happened? What have these walls yeah, seen? Well, what have they seen? Uh, so yeah, it's day two started nicely just with everyone kind of catching up and chilling out, talking about the first day's games. Um, then I came up against Dino in round four Ooh. with his Slanesh, um, which I know has got your... Oh man, that tickles my balls. Fluids moving. This, um... um... This list, man. I posted it on Twitter yep. uh, this morning. I think it was this morning, maybe last night. Um, it's awesome, man. Just what he's doing with the army, how he's going, I'll make it work. And then he went four and one. He did, yeah. With an army that everyone thought was dog shit. Absolutely. And he didn't have easy games. No, 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 like, not at all. This no. is not a bunny run and he got lucky and hit new people or anything no, like that. He, he struggled for he, it. He so. was... Fighting all the way. He played against Lumineth. Yep. He played against Daughters of Cain. Yep. All new, up-to-date books. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he came out 4-1. and one Yep, he somehow. did very well. Very well. What a and miracle he's been, worker. The good thing is, is like I played him with my corn a few weeks. Uh, probably about six weeks ago. And I beat his list that he had. Uh, we spoke about it afterwards. Talked about some of the changes. He had Sigvald originally. He had... Still running Lurid Haze, where you you know take D three you know units off at the start of the game. Um, changed to then having the mask, and he also had uh, Glotty in there as well. So the big dog himself. Um, also, what I liked was that he added in six fiends as well. So six fiends uh, added in a few weepy boys. Uh, then the real clutch move that I liked, and I, and I know Gabe's a big fan of as well, is. Um, the inclusion of two exalted flamers. Uh, so for a hundred points, so originally the list that 
Dino was running was a whole heap of the new Arrow Boys, the the new um, Seekers, the whatever they're called. Um, and essentially, yeah, he looked at what they were doing, wasn't getting enough depravity, thought about what he could tap into to get more depravity, and Exalted Flamers are the go-to. 200 points, you're getting extra damage, um, you can split fire, get all of the, the depravity you need. Um, you know, by turn two against me, he was uh, on 15 depravity. Um, and yeah, it's one of those things where what I liked as well is he's worked out with Glotkin, sorry, not Glotkin, with Glutos, um, with six fiends and with the Whippy Boys as well. You go into those fiends, they're at neg three to hit. It's pretty bonkers. It's yeah. one of those things where he's got that as his nice little bubble. He's got the flamers that go and touch what they need to. I really like the flamers. Yeah, he's got a lot going for him to get depravity. And my personal favorite touch that he added is the mask. So yeah. the mask is a really nice unit that he always puts in. So even if he gets one unit in the lurid haze to go off the table, he puts the mask in. Because yeah. the mask just pops on, goes... You either deal with me, or you ignore me. And she does not die. No. As she heals. She's got a four up after save. She hits anything that's, you know, like... She, she moves three like, rolls, hits and wounds. And she moves like moves 10 12. inches. Yeah, oh, so 12 she's, inches, sorry. Yeah, oh, maybe 10. But yeah, she, you know, she's quick. Uh, if she's coming up against something that she's faster than, um, she's hitting, you know, re-roll hits and wounds. Like, she has a great time. So, yeah, it's one of those really cool armies that he's worked out with the summoning mechanic and we played Scorched Earth yes so turn two I really put the pressure on and took all of his objectives bar one mm-hmm. and I burnt all of his objectives Ooh. yeah now so you- it was big turn for me puts me on 12 uh, 14 points were you guys playing D3 or were you playing flat So two? the way that Bruce Hammer played it was it's two. Yeah. And then obviously if you have a hero nearby, it's three. Sure. So I dropped the canary down. I cleared off stuff on the objectives. Um, turn two, 14 to his four. Yeah, and he was rough. sitting there going, well, that's game. That's basically what he said. And we went and got a drink, came back. I said to him, look, let's, it, it's not over yet. You'll be surprised. Um, he pushed up, took a couple of my objectives with Marathi sitting on one. He couldn't burn it. So he was, you know, seeing the joy of having Marathi. Uh, what play that got me was then he got the priority, summoned 20 demonettes onto the objective. So he was able to flood one objective. And with Glutos being near there, I threw 20 Sisters of Slaughter with Mind Razor up onto the, you know, the 20 demonettes and I killed four. Um, because I whiffed my rolls oh, completely. Because no. um, at range one, damage two, you could clear off a, yeah. a unit of, of demonets quite easily. But it was just one of those things where dice roll didn't work for me. Then um, I had one of those moments where I rolled my attacks for Marathi in combat um, against the Epitome. And I split and said, I'm going to do Heart Render into the Epitome, everything else into the Warriors. And. Um, as I rolled the dice, Dino's like, oh, I didn't get to do my cool thing that I do in a sub. Tell me what it is. <laughs> and he said, on a three up, you can't target me. Yeah. And okay. so I went, oh, dude. I said, don't worry about it. Like, roll it because, you know, I, I started rolling dice. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And you know, so he rolled the three. And I went, yep, cool. So I just deleted the warriors on there. Yeah. Which means I took the objective, his last objective, uh, but I couldn't burn it because there was a hero nearby. 
Oh, yeah, okay. So, it was one of those things where I went, look, in hindsight, it changed, it, it threw me a little bit because I was like, oh, man, and then I've got to deal with this. Yeah. Um, he was chipping away at wounds on Marathi and essentially, I was like, I've really got to get rid of her. Um, it was super tight. Turn four, um, I was down to three wounds on Marathi. She cleared off the ep- epitome, but then he just turned around, shot her off. Mm-hmm had all the objectives, summoned in a keeper. I had 20 sisters of slaughter left on my far objective um, and another unit of 20 trying to get back. Um, and essentially, I couldn't get back in time. The, the heart renders disappeared. It was turn four. Uh, he won priority for turn five because yep. he said, look, we'll roll the dice. It's either... Yeah. We, you know, and he, I won priority, but then <laughs> this was what was fun because Tim was there and I was like, damn it, Tim. Because... Um, <laughs> I won priority and Dino's like, well, that's it, man. That's game. Because you'll be able to come in, you'll be able to clear off and, yeah. and get enough points and going into turn five. And uh, Tim's like, well, hang on a minute, second man. You get to move the, the endless spell, the mirror. Oh. And so <laughs> the mirror... You're like, thanks, Tim. Yeah, so the mirror moved into Marathi and when it moves, it does six, six dices, mortal wounds. Then when it stays still, it does it. So it does it twice. Oh, um, man. So I ended up taking her last three wounds in between oh. the phases. And so it was just one of those things where I went, okay, both disappeared. I burnt the objective for two points. I ended up on 18 points at the end. Yeah, okay. And Dino ended up on about 25 Oh, points, wow, okay. So, um, because turn five, I just said, your keeper comes down, clears off the two units of 20 that had managed to move back to the objectives because yeah. he had the six fiends coming through and the fiends just oh, yeah, decimate. Man. And I said, so you're going in, the mask was there. He had four characters on every objective. Okay, yeah. So three points for every burn. So that was 12 points that he got. So yeah. he was on 13 oh, points right, yeah. to my 18. And oh, essentially, just I just couldn't, I couldn't yeah. get it. So he, um, he didn't like how the game ended. Okay. He really didn't like that. He was like, oh, that's not how I wanted it to end. Like, he was like, we're having a really good game. Like he said, it was really tight. Yeah. And I said, look, I think at the end of the day, Scorched Earth, don't burn them if you hold them. Yeah. Like, if you've got them early stages, don't, like, try and hold on to it and cap yeah. them. Uh, I think I was worried about his terrain piece that can summon stuff because um, I just couldn't stop it from summoning. Sure. Um, so I kind of tried to clear the objectives there. Anyway, I justified. I just got outplayed, and Dino's a fantastic player, and obviously went on four one. And, and yeah. yeah, it was a, it was a great game though. Like I, he he said, it was just a really good way. We both agreed. We loved having to play each other first up on a yep. Sunday because sometimes day two you go in and you're like, Ugh, you am I rough, ready to do yeah, this? You get a rough matchup. Who am I going to get? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it was like two one. You never. There was a lot of people on two one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so Dino was a good matchup and I had a great time. So awesome, man. Uh, we went to lunch, discussed the game. Um, you know, there was other games that happened where I won't go into it, but there was some interesting plays that some people made, um, which I'll probably talk to you about after the event. Do you mean interesting the, as in like, as in they, interesting as in, no, as in they played it wrong. And as a result, won a lot of their games that they shouldn't have. So oh, good. Yeah. But I... Yeah, oh. it's one of those things where yeah. you know I don't know yeah. if he was doing it intentionally or if it was just a confusion of rules because because of sequencing. Yeah, different things. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, so at lunchtime uh, we get the matchups. Everyone went. You playing Magro? And I was like, ah, 
And everyone went, oh man, like what's wrong? And I said, oh, it's not Magra. I said, it's not him at all. I said, the problem is, is it's Gargants on focal points. Yes. So, so Gargants is... Ex- oh, you get yeah. bonus bonus points on objectives if you have a behemoth on it, which the entire yeah. Sons of Behemoth army and, and is. And it's that thing of his big guys count as 20 models. I've got units of 20. Yeah. I just can't outnumber him unless no. I'm throwing everything in there and I know I'm getting deleting. So, like, it's just the... That's a rough match. Yeah, man. it was hard. And so... I got given first turn, so I was a five drop, he was a four drop. Pushed Marathi up, threw her into the general, which Magro and I spoke about it afterwards, and it probably wasn't the right move, but I was damned if I did, damned if I didn't. Well, so the yeah. artifact he was running gave him a six up after save. Okay. So Marathi got him down to one wound. Oh, that's a ball breaker. Yeah. Is that after after saves? Yeah. Like, so he saved enough wounds that to he didn't keep die. her on oh, to keep him on man. one wound. So it was one of those things where I went, I. Gave her Mind Razor. I gave her Witch Brew. So she was going in pre-ham. Yeah. Um, she took her three wounds. Uh, he retreated. And then he also pushed up uh, one of the other Mega Gargans and the Man Crushers that can run and charge and deleted in turn one two units of 20 Sisters Slaughter in the Cauldron. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And then did the other three wounds to Marathi and shooting. And I was like, holy shit. Then he yeah. got priority. Oh, good. <laughs> Pushed in, I had at the bottom of turn two, I had Marathi left and Morgwaith and the unit of 20 sisters that weren't touched. And then uh, the Canary, which I had to drop down to try and start doing stuff. So it was a really brutal turn of events. I then, so with the the one-on-one wound, I used Marathi's command ability to shoot him and kill him in the hero phase. And so then I had the option of, do I try and cap one of the other objectives because he had one Mega Gargan in his his area and then he had the other one down in my zone with the three Man Crushers. And the Man Crushers had taken some wounds from shooting um, and combat that they'd hit and so they were down to uh, a couple of wounds. I used Marathi shooting, it killed another man crusher, and then along with the heart renders also killed another man crusher. So I had done enough. Yeah, okay. So there was one man crusher left. So like Marathi had done spells, she'd done enough, so I kind of focus fired them down. I had one left, it was on full wounds. I thought, okay, Marathi's got Mind Razor up, it's turn three, I'll go in, I'll do what I need to. Yeah. So she still got, at this point, she had three wounds left. So she still has five attacks with Heart Render. Goes in, hits with all five, rolls all ones and twos for her wounds. Oh and I went, okay, cool. Uh, roll double ones for her heads, and then the tail missed. Oh, no. So she's done. She needed- Oh, sorry. No, I did do well. I got 10 wounds through on the Man Crusher. So he's down to his lowest. But, yeah. like, so the tail went through, did five damage, and then the... Sorry, three damage. And then the heads I managed to roll through and did enough. But it was 10 wounds. It turned around, killed Marathi, and I was like, that's Oh, game. man. Yeah, that's, that's rough, man. Uh, you know, even Magro said it. He's like, when you go in with an intention, math says you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Um, by all rights, you can do 12 wounds with Marathi, even yeah. on three wounds. Um, especially turn three. So it was one of those ones where the dice really turned. Marathi really screwed herself over. Um she did that a couple of times throughout the event where, and maybe it's me relying on her too much to do the heavy lifting, but I think she's just such an important piece to the army that you can't, you can't let her not be the, the focal point, I guess. Um, No pun intended, but it was one of those things where the dice really boned me 
as Magro said, it was his game to lose because he was playing Guardians and Focal Point. Absolutely so it was. He said, if I didn't win that, then I've done something wrong. And I totally agree with him. And it wasn't, you know, mm. it was one of those things where I was surprised with how quick Guardians are. They're, they're really fast. And, and I probably misplaced my cauldron because um, the cauldron being lost in turn one is a real yeah, heavy blow to my army. Um, and obviously, like, Calibron just doesn't really help me much with the Negwani yeah, shooting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I ended up going 2-3. Okay. Uh, when I look back, I was a bit, I was upset with the result because I wanted to do well. Yep. And Daughters, I think, you know, I was talking to Jacob Berry because we were messaging each other this morning. I don't know what time it is in, in America at that point. But he said, like, talk me through what, you know, why 2-3 or, you know, what happened, blah, blah, blah. I just said to him, I said, look, I think the the list I should have gone with Drake Chiganeth because it's what I've been practicing with. And I didn't get the best out of Calibron in the sense of using the teleport. Um, it was the Realm of Shadows, so I could have got the teleport anyway. So it's yeah. one of those things of, I probably should have thought about it more. Um, but I, in my head, I've been playing KO, so a neg one against KO is really good. Yes. Teleporting Marathi is a really nice move as well, but she's fast enough that she can get to where she needs to be. And it's one of those things where now I'm looking at it and I thought, okay, I said it to you in the book review show. I didn't want to play shooty snakes. I didn't want to go down that route. I think they're needed for the simple fact that I need to play. I'm going to be playing hard armies. It's kind of the way that Age of Sigma has shifted. Mm. I need to accept that. It's a combat army still because the list that I've now rewritten still has the tools to be able to do combat. I sent it to Corey today because he's like, oh, you're still playing Daughters, man? And I said, yeah. Sent it to the list and he's like, it is unreal that you can fit that much stuff in the list. Oh, still. yeah, man. It's so cheap. So it is that thing of I learned a lot and that's the main thing. Um, it was a great weekend after the first game. You know, nothing against Connor because Connor's a great guy and he yeah. you know, he ended up going 2-3 as well for the weekend. So, um, And you you finished above him. So yeah, that's why. yeah, that's the main thing. So oh, I showed Dominic. Suck it, but, Connor. Yeah, so <laughs> it's, it is that thing of like, I know I could have gone 3-2. Yep. Against Dino, it would have been interesting because yes. then I would have come up against Lumineth last because he played Hayden last round. He did. Don't know how I'd go in that one with focal yeah, points because okay. he has Teclas and Teclas just yeah. decimates and it's a tough one. I've only got one behemoth in Marathi and mm. you know it's a it's a really interesting one there. So um, you know two three, I ended up in like thirtieth or something or thirty. You're in top half, weren't you? Second, so thirty second, literally okay. so halfway, just so, out, yeah, yeah, just outside top. So half. you know that's probably where I belong for how I went over the weekend. Yeah. Um, obviously, doing the 3-0 in a couple of weeks weekends before yeah. um, probably put my confidence at a point where sometimes you go to those events and it's just the dice did not work for me. And, yeah. and you know, it's a... Opponents know their armies better than what I did mine. And, and yeah. you know, it's always something I say is practice with your armies and get good. And, so, and you have mentioned as well, like leading into that, you haven't fine-tuned the list and you think he can push it a lot further and a lot stronger I think bow snakes as much as they're a common sight I think they're good I think you have to at least consider them because they answer so many threats correct you know they can counter things with their massive reach they can go I need that thing dead before I go into combat yep okay let's kill it kind of thing so so you know it, it was great um Pat took out the event with Herm Dar again. Yeah, he um, did. 
So, you know, good on him for doing that. But when you run a Hamdar army and he's been running them, knows them through and through. And so Ooh, yeah. did not have easy matchups at all. No, he, that's he the played thing. From the get-go, he played Simon first round. So it was like, yeah. from the start, it was like, okay, that probably was going to be the last game. Yeah. If uh, the stars didn't align that way. So, you know, he, he did well. Uh, Hoops came second with Big Wire. Uh, Zach came third with Zinch, Zinch with his Archaeon list, which we knew he would do quite well. So he yeah, also got been, best chaos as well. He's been grinding out those games. Yep. Uh, Carmen got best sports and uh, Josh got best painted, which was yeah, cool. So, so Josh, Josh Ma with his Idanet. Yeah. Carwin is the best. Well, he is a best sport. Like, yeah. He's a top he's dude. Nice, nice dude so. to play. And so I, the highlight for me for the weekend was that I actually did get a painting nom. So, oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, so I wasn't sure how was, they were working yeah, this year. Uh, so Chris. Uh, got in a painter, so someone okay. who does painting professionally. Who um, do you mind me asking? I don't who? know who it was, okay. but he got them in to have a look, and they basically did a walk around whilst everyone was playing. Yep, picked their top three armies, and then made a decision. Oh, so you made top three? So I made top three. Oh, yeah. damn, yeah, boy, which is really that's cool. awesome. So, yeah, um, I think James Lynch cannot win it. I think they've basically has, done like a. Has he just been disqualified from winning stuff? Certain events, I think, okay. but I think James has kind of said, look. Yeah. One other. He's a nice enough guy. Which is go, like good on him. allow other people to have a look at it. But yeah, it's um, it was really nice to get the painting on because I have worked hard on that army and it's one yeah, that man. I guess people make comments about and say, wow, it's really nice to see Daughters painted well. It's nice to see the combination of colors that I've got. Um, and it was one of those things where you walk away from an event and go, two, three, I'm not going to play him again. You know, that's it pick up my old army where, I, where I'm comfortable and, yeah. and play into that. And I woke up this morning and went, you know what, I've got a painting on. That's really exciting. Yeah. Maybe next time it's a painting win. Like top three out of 60 people for yeah. painting is yeah. pretty good. Man. Yeah, man. And, and I was really stoked because there were some beautiful armies there as oh, well. Oh, yeah. There's some really nice um, armies. So for me, I, I've decided now that I will paint the 10 snakes. Awesome, um, man. And hopefully, you know, even like Tim and Dave and I were talking about it today and saying... Aesthetically, it brings a really nice harmony to the army because yeah. I've got the Sisters of Slaughter still. So I've still got 40 of them on the table, mm. which is ridiculous. <laughs> I lost 10 Sisters of Slaughter. Uh, sorry, 20 Sisters of Slaughter and I gained 10 snakes in my list. That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't, does it? That makes me... It's unreal. I don't know how to feel about yeah, that. Yeah, so it was one of those things where <laughs> now I've got the Canary that have the wings. I've got the snakes. So yeah. it's like Marathi in the middle with the wings and the snake. And then I've got the witch... Or the the elf, yeah, you know, component so of it the, as well. So I've got, got all the... three parts of Marathi, which Excellent. is in the army. So I think aesthetically it look really cool. Very cool. Um, so I'll start painting those up because the next Bruce Hammer is Bruce Hammer Order, which we'll mention later because yeah. we'll talk about some upcoming events. But yeah, it was an awesome event. Had a great weekend, and I know the community did as well, and they're really excited for the next Fantastic, one. Fantastic, man. I don't think the Briz Hammer boys get enough credit, to be honest. Oh, they, they run an awesome event. Um, and they do them consistently. Like, yeah. There's like four a year, and, and they're and all what good. I, what I love about them is, is that they're down to earth with stuff. Uh, they Like Connor ended up not being able to get a ticket, but a couple of days out, they had some dropouts, so they were yeah. contacting him. He went, yep, I'll get one. So that's why it was 64, because there yeah, were okay. four extras getting in. Um, but it, it's not that they're favoring anyone they're just being realistic because they know they'll get dropouts they need a, a security blanket Corey was playing yeah. they knew he was going to drop out day two so it's that thing of even they're doing um, so Dave and I did the, the list show on Thursday oh yeah um, and you know it was a really well 
run show by Dave. He he had all the graphics and everything and did a pretty professional job yeah, of it, okay. actually. He did a really good job. And Chris and, and um, Dino said that they really liked what we did and they mm-hmm. want to actually keep that running as a awesome, as part of each event. Yeah, sweet. And um, what they want to do is my hobby room. They actually want to build it in. Yeah. So Dino said he's just going to come over, oh, put awesome. all walls up. Free renovations. Yeah. <laughs> Put all walls up for me, paint it. Oh, he said, get Davey in to paint it. And then he's going to put up, we're going to get Paulie to do like a, oh, one of his awesome. cool things in the background and that put a banner up as well. Cool, so, man. you know, just make it a bit more professional, which yeah, I think definitely. would be cool. So as we said last last um, uh, last episode, it'd be cool to do some um, battle reports yeah. and stuff. So I might end up leaning into the Bruce Hammer side of things a bit yeah, and man. running through that. Um, so yeah, they don't get enough credit for what they do because they run an awesome not. event and Stratty is an absolute champion and, and yeah, is so just... calm and runs a really tight ship. Yeah, so. very. Uh, awesome. Talk to us about teams, man. Oh yeah. Well, uh, teams went on sale. Tickets to the Runax Team Championship went on sale at 8 o'clock Friday night uh, and 8.01, they were, or 8.01 and a half, <laughs> they were all sold out. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. Uh, Runax teams is looking like, well, it is 120 players, which is huge. Um, which I'm very excited for. And it's looking like it's going to be a really good event. I know I've harped on about it a little bit on, on my own, on the Facebook page and stuff like that when we were running it all. Uh, so I won't, I won't bury you guys in too much info but yeah we're looking at we're looking at different venues seeing if if you know expanding into another venue is the best course of action if Mm -hmm. not we'll stay where we are but yeah look what i'll say man is that don't feel the pressure to give in to well everyone's demands and i and i you're a people pleaser and i I was talking to a couple of people (laughs) on the weekend and saying it's nice that you're wanting to expand but 120 is a good size if you go to 100 and 60. Yeah. It can get a bit unruly for you as a TO if yes. you don't have the help to do so. Yes. And I know like Scotty reached out as soon as oh, he yeah. didn't like, get I've a had, ticket. And... I've, had pe- I've had probably five or six people go, hey man, I missed out on a ticket, but I'll volunteer because yeah. I want to be yeah. a part of it. And I'm yeah. like, well, they're the people who are helping make it all happen. And look, that's the, I'll offer my help as well. No, and I appreciate I'm happy that, to get up and speak so you don't get any photos <laughs> of you. Oh, of inappropriate photos. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. yeah you Jeez. doing symbols of stuff. But, you know, there's there's a lot there and the community will bring together. And, and what it, it was telling me, Magro and I were talking about it actually, it was saying that people want a Teams event. Yeah. If it's one a year and it's sold out in a minute and a half, it yeah. shows people are desperate for it. Well, yeah. But any event now sells out in a minute like well this is the thing like they're all getting blown out of the water yeah. so at this stage the more I think about it the more I'm like I'm not going to bite off more than I'm not going to bite off more than I can chew no matter what I think that will probably mean staying where we are and staying yeah. at 120 which yeah. aren't like don't get me wrong 120 is insane yeah yeah it's awesome like if you told me three years ago that when I started the first one and we had what 50 yeah. 56 players at the very first one and I was like oh my god 14 teams and then it's grown to 120 with you know another 60 players on the wait list yep it's crazy man and so next year it it's going to be the question of whether we run a a 
a single teams event in November again and just find a bigger venue, mm-hmm. accommodate for that. Um, by that time, we'll have the resources. This is the thing. Growing too fast is the issue. Yeah. And I've seen it happen so many times where people go too big, too fast. They blow a hole in their own ship and it just sinks. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's about doing it at the right speed. I think that is the right speed, you know, like expanding a little bit each year. Uh, venue wise, it'll be a matter of finding a venue that's either going to be up to the standard that we want mm-hmm. or whether we, there's also the potential of holding like a summer and a winter teams. Mm-hmm. And the solution to that drama being, we'll, we'll have it at Fitties again because Fitties is one of the, in my opinion, one of the best venues in yeah, it's Queensland great. for it's great. tournaments. Yep. And what you can do is you can go, okay, we're having two a year. You can't take the same team to both. Mm-hmm. So it means that, yeah, you can all go to the winter one with your mates and then the summer one will be a whole separate group mm-hmm. of people. Then everyone gets to play in it. Uh, and that's, But that's also something down the line that, you know, that's a question for the future. Mm. It really depends on a lot. At the moment, I'm entirely focused on this one and entirely focused on um, meeting my obligations and the expectations of the players who are coming. Yeah, cool. So, And the, the thing is, like, you look at uh, you look at CanCon. CanCon grew each year. It's now looking at potentially 300 players. <laughs> Make it 300, yeah. Clint. <laughs> no, and it is. It's like a hashtag that people came up with, but it shows yeah. that it's growing. Um, yeah. Same thing with teams, I think, you know. If this year you stay at, at 120, then next year it is 160 or, you yeah. know, you know you can grow and there's people around you to support you on that. So, yeah. you know, it is that sort of thing. I think it's exciting. It's awesome that it sold out yeah. so quickly. Um, obviously, I was disappointed that I didn't get tickets, um, but it also, there's nothing, you know. I didn't sit there and go, well, Gabe, you, you should have done this. <laughs> Screw you, man. Because it was, there's, there's a lot of people that have gone, oh, you know, like they could have held tickets for Queensland people. They could have held tickets for this. Oh, so they could that's have, a, that's it's a, just, slippery, it's a slippery, slippery slope. Yeah. And because as soon as you do that, then all of a sudden, half the tickets to the event are allocated yeah, to your mates. Yeah. And we've seen that happen at events before and it yep. never ends. No. Well. And you know what? When Tim and I kick you out of Mango Mafia, it's not anything personal. <laughs> it's just... Purely business. It is absolutely business. So, uh, But, you know, Tim and I were talking on the weekend and we're, you've probably got a week left in the team Yeah, chat, no, so that's In fair. the group chat. That's so fair. Enjoy I'll enjoy it, it while yeah, it lasts. Enjoy it while you can. So, but yeah. Um, yeah, man. So that's exciting. Um, and leading into that, yes. we could have a new... Well, we are likely edition. to have a new edition by then. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, so, which will hold the... Pl- like, obviously, I'm not going to write a players pack yep. until... That edition comes yep. out because I don't want to waste my time writing two. Yeah, so we were talking about Kragnos before, which has been confirmed as the final Broken Realms book. It said it in the one of the community articles the other day to say the final Broken Realms book is Kragnos, which suggests we're going into a new edition. Yes. Uh, currently, as we speak, in about four hours' time, Warhammer Fest will start. Oh, baby. Um, today is the Age of Sigmar Day. It is. So it'll be really interesting to see tomorrow morning when I wake up all of the stuff that I'll be reading. Oh yeah. Which I love. I actually love that side of things to get up and be like, whoa, this is what happened. I remember mm. last, it was almost like a Warhammer Fest. It was like one of the reveal days or something. That's where Soul Blight, also Grave Lords were released, you know, revealed mm. and everyone lost it. It was just the best thing ever. So, you know, there's, there's a lot to look forward to. Um, 
I there's been a lot. Yep, yeah, that that's the only thing I didn't agree with is battalions because AOS has had battalions since it was created. Yeah, it and literally like, you built into battalions. And the most recent with. books have all Correct. had battalions and the, the broken hey, realms. I mean, and, and you know, as you know, people said, it's not like Games Workshop to not do that. But I think that's also just very people who like bashing Games Workshop. And I'm not one of those people who go, "Oh, I'm a Games Workshop fanboy." It's just. I like their products and I don't really yeah. care about their business practices because <laughs> I'll still buy dollies from them. So, um, But yeah, so AOS 3 is exciting. I can't wait to get my hands on it. I can't wait to see what the changes are so that we can actually start having some interesting games. Because yeah. at the moment, um, the game isn't stagnant. It's it's bloating. And there's a lot of rules like I know Illumineth players where you play against them and you're playing for 45 minutes while they do their hero phase and it's like really like this is the yeah. the game we've come into um and other games don't play like that because their book hasn't been updated yet so hopefully it kind of you know like i was listening to rob today and they were saying if battle if the battalions disappear yeah it actually puts everyone on a playing field that's equal because and it rewards Zinch isn't yeah. horrible jane host is horrible yeah um and i think it also then rewards Good list writing. Correct. Because yep. you're not getting a helping hand from yep. going, oh, this battalion says I have to take this. Yep. Everyone else who wants this battalion also has to take this. Yep. You're going, I've got 2,000 points in a blank canvas. What combos and stuff can I build into that? And I think that'll be interesting. Mm. And if that's the way that it goes, if we are going to know battalions, like I said before, everyone's in the same boat. It's yep. not like you're only cutting out Nurgle's battalions or yep. only Fire Slayers are losing their shit. It's like everyone's adapting to this yeah. change all at once but everyone's adapting to that when the book drops Correct. and this is the thing I'm like yeah I'm just I'm just tired yeah <laughs> just look, the, I, I'll yeah. be interested to see because if they take away battalions then they got to work out how to put artifacts in besides just your temple artifacts exactly. because that just makes that whole or command points page. Yeah, so if everything is built redundant. on command yep. points and you you get you can buy one well the good thing is is Seraphon generate three or four a turn Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot about that. Um, and <laughs> Gloom Spot will be fine. Yes, they will. And some Bone Splitters will be fine if you roll a four up. It's good <laughs> yeah. if you play against Catacross because he just takes them from you, so yeah. you can't do anything. Excellent. So yeah, no, nah, we'll, be, we'll see it, what happens. And it'll be interesting. Yeah, well, I, it, it's it's a good time. I'm excited for yeah. AOS three. I'm very much looking forward to today or tonight's release. Yeah. Um, fingers and, crossed. It's a box that they reveal, yeah. even if they just do it as a video like they normally do, where it's just a here's your two factions that's going to play against each other. Yeah. Um, apparently in Bellacor, uh, Luke was saying today that in Broken Realms, the fluff. Uh, Stormcast just get boned again. Um, <laughs> Couldn't happen to a nicer yeah, bunch so of blokes. I'm hoping, I'm really <laughs> hoping that they just say, well, here's Sigma. I want, see, I want them to explore this. You know how in the lore around Soul Wars, mm. you started having Stormcast start to like fracture? Yes, yeah. Like I a want chaos a, Stormcast. Or not even chaos, just, just like disillusion Stormcast. Un, yeah. Just a bit unhinged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like Serial if you just have, stormcast. yeah. Like, I was about to say, uh, no. Um, yeah, but like, <laughs> no, I was about to name someone who is, no, you know how everyone says that Matt Campbell looks like a serial killer? Oh, hey, there you go. No one says that. No. Oh, Only just, you say that, Just mate. me? Wow. <laughs> no, he, wow. Was confident. he was confident this weekend. Oh. Um, but yeah, I hope that Matt they... Matt Campbell expl- is lovely. No, Matt Campbell is lovely. Him? I'm not attacking him. Wow. I'm just saying some people... No, I'm kidding. Nah, Matt Campbell's Ooh, a great dude. Um, but I hope that they ex- 
explore this this like fractured side of Stormcast mm. where they go, okay, here's a chamber that's like been through the ringer and been reforged yep. so many, many times, time, yep. too many times, and everything's starting to go a little bit haywire. Yep. I think that would be super cool to explore. Yeah, yeah, making Stormcast a bit more human is fun. Yeah. Um, because I think that's what uh, we had a big conversation a couple of weeks ago when we were playing D and D. A few of the boys and I, and, and Al was saying it's like it's Space Marines are relatable because yeah. you you love their characters because they're still yeah. superhuman, but they they're human. This they're they're that, mm. that sort of level of okay, I can relate to that um, as a character, and I think Stormcast would benefit more if you could go okay to be sick to be one of those guys that yeah. rides the lightning into combat rather than just, being you know, a kind of a faceless that goes oh you're dead back into the realm and yeah. then you get reforged recycled that, that whole yeah. thing of reforging where it's like holy shit that's like meant to be the most soul splitting painful yeah. thing to like yeah. no one likes it like, so super it's like, traumatic yeah, cool yeah so yeah I'm, I'm keen to see what they do fingers crossed um, you know lots of things there's lots of rumours around what is going to be the new box I'm just waiting to see what it is. Yeah, man. Um, hopefully, we get some more Grave Lords. Yep. See what's going on there. Uh, because I think they're pretty cool. Um, be cool to do some kind of elite death army. I don't own a death allegiance army either. so You will cool soon, to, though, right? Yeah, yeah it'd be cool to have some vampires. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so our next upcoming event yeah. um, is Brisshammer Order in July. Yep. So that's eight weeks away. Yep. I won't say that you're going to it because you... I don't want to say that I am. Yeah. There's a small possibility, cool. but it it honestly depends. Two days are uh, probably not... Two days away with, a, with, a, with, a with an infant. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we'll not see gonna, how that yeah, goes. Not going to go well. So I am definitely going to try and get to that one. Awesome. Um, I, fingers crossed, it'd be interesting to see if there is a new edition by that point. Because mm. um, June, July tends to be when they... Yeah. Try and release that. So it's in July. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there because it might be the last event of AOS 2. I was going to say, it's either the last hurrah or the first, or the first one through of the AOS gate. 3. So, yeah. um, which could be fun because Order is definitely one of the biggest mm. grand alliances for um, showing up to events. Yep. And I think the strongest armies are in Order currently. Yes. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if there's any counters out there. Mm. Um, like I took the swords the quicksilver swords oh, on the yeah. weekend because I thought I'd be playing <laughs> against chaos I played chaos twice and didn't cast it once <laughs> nice uh, so you know it's one of those things where if people choose to try and counter the order picks that'll be showing up hopefully it's not everyone just playing Seraphon I don't think it will be man I think tell you what I reckon my prediction for that event I think people are going to go order yep sweet let's take an order army and I think there is going to be bulk Stormcast. Yeah, because crossed. That'd everyone be cool. has. I've got a Stormcast yeah, army sitting yeah. in a box somewhere. Yeah. You know, if I was going to that and I was taking an order army, yeah. I'd probably go, look, I'll paint up 30 or 40 models. Done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Should so, I paint up 30 or 40 models? Good. That'd be fun. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, or you could get your Slanesh done for it and be like, well, oh, I'm yeah. bad guy. So, yeah, that's it. Because, uh, you know, that's the that's the thing. It, it's um, still a great event regardless of if you take Order or Chaos. Yeah. Like, you can still come first, second or third. You Absolutely. You can get best painted, best sport. Uh, their door prizes are ridiculous. They, you know, they had a Bellacore as one of their prizes. Yeah, which is so uh, good. Pat generously actually put his winnings on the table as well. So he oh, didn't accept the winnings. He just went, no, nah, here's... 
the hundred bucks that he won oh, and put it on, on the him. table. So someone got that. Um, so, you know, there, there's a lot to it where you can kind of enjoy yourself. And, and as we were saying before, Bruce Hammer, those boys have a really good attitude to, yeah. to tournaments. And I know order's going to be great. I'm keen to see what Paulie paints, uh, what Paulie draws up for order actually. Cause yeah. I said to him, well, I'm going to ask him to either do a sick daughters of Cain one yep. or a cool silver neth one. I reckon, a. a um, Tree Revenant would be a sick cartoon to have because you know how he does the faces so he did this yeah, one the, yeah. the destruction one have you seen the corn one that I, I have the corn one's wild yeah. I got um, they were kind enough to give me a Nurgle and a Slayer yeah, shirt yeah cool nice, which are both nice. super cool because yeah. they're both armies yeah, that I exactly, play yeah. so. so it's that thing of um, yeah there was like a all the four chaos gods were represented um, so it'd be interesting to see if he does like a Marathi or if he does a, you know if he goes down the the God's yeah. path, or if he goes down, or the... just like a fire slayer, yeah, full yeah. frontal nudity, which would be cool, <laughs> just blurred, yeah, just yeah, pixelated, exactly, out. exactly. So yeah, no, so it should be cool. Um, that's in July, and then in August is Toowoomba Open, yes, uh, which I was lucky enough to get tickets to. Nice. Um, all dependent on AOS 3. Of course. Still might be taking daughters at that point. Yeah. Um, knowing what I'm like, I'm probably on my eighth different army by then. So <laughs> it'd so, be cool to have Sylvaneth yeah, for them actually. Because sure. um, yeah, it'll be the new Ron Burgundy guy will be out and hopefully there'll be some cool Sylvaneth stuff as well that comes along yeah, with that. Because sure. um, if they do, I'll, I'll go deep. Yep. Um, if not, probably daughters or bone splitters or corn because I've got lots of options to play with. Sure. Um, most likely in that space, it'd be daughters to go for something cool. Yeah. Even if it's just to have fun and roll dice. Awesome. Um, Mick usually hassles me pretty hard for losing with daughters, so <laughs> maybe I won't take that. Um, but no, it, it should be a good time. So they're two big events to look forward to. And then obviously Brisbane death will be later in the year. Yeah. Um, and then teams as well. So yeah. I'm sure there'll be other stacked, things that pop up. It's a stacked roster. There this is. Year. Yeah. It's one of those things I think because we had last year, the way it was, um, in Australia, we've been really lucky this year and Very everyone's lucky. kind of catching up on those events. So yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Well, that's the, that's also the weird part is cause like we're talking about 60 to 120 player events mm. and then you look over on Twitter in the UK and they're like, yes, we can play Warhammer in the garden again. And yeah. it's like, oh shit. Yeah, it's like six of, people it's hanging so out It's so easy together. to forget, yeah. man. Exactly. You so, know. Yeah, so I so, think that's the episode, man. Just about. Oh, yeah. So with Toowoomba Open, yeah, I yeah. will actually be there. Oh. Um, but I'm not playing. I'm the painting judge. Oh, cool. Which is a bit exciting. Yeah. Woefully underqualified, I right, might say. That's fun, though. But I, that's yeah. Cool. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Well, be, I guess that'll I be good be fun. Getting best print. <laughs> yeah, so fun. it's except, a bit, yeah, a bit biased. Yeah, so, so bribes will be open yeah, next week. Yeah, right. So oh, that's fun. Yeah. Right, well, I won't take the daughters. Then. I'll take something else. <laughs> There's no way I'm getting best painted, so that's Oh, man. Um, yeah, cool. Well, that's exciting. So, yeah, it'll be good. Gary sent me a message and was like, hey, mate, I know you're going to have a, a kid, yep. but uh, if you can sneak up for an afternoon, do cool. the painting. Yeah. So, I'll probably do that. Sweet. Yeah. It's exciting. So, we'll, uh, we'll probably yeah, wrap that's it all up I there. Have. That's all I have. Jeez, we've done two hours. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Nah. That got away from us, Sorry. didn't it? Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. For anyone who got this far in, well done. Mm. Um... So, as as some of you know as well, I am 
pretty much any time from now onwards, I'm expecting my third child. Mm. Uh, so when when our child does show up, I'll be taking a little bit of a break from everything. Mm-hmm. So this will probably be the last episode for a month or so, I would say. Well, I don't know how long it's going to be, but um, it's not going to be next week. <laughs> um, I'll probably be taking a little bit of time off with family and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, in the meantime, uh, thank you everyone for spending your two hours with us and hanging out. As always, you can leave... Are we doing reviews? <laughs> sure. I don't, know. I don't know if anyone's actually done reviews or not. I haven't yeah. checked. Five stars or um, don't bother. And leave a... <laughs> or leave a review. We'll read it out on... Is it... Oh, 